Hi, welcome. This is Dr. John Martini. This is one of the most amazing and inspiring shows that you can listen into. If you want to be on the edge of your seats, if you want to open up your heart, if you want to expand your mind, and you want to meet incredible people, stay tuned because you're just about to experience a transformative radio show that will change your life. And you're listening to the Dr. Pat Show that's coming up right next. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me, busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Hey, everybody. Welcome. I want to welcome you to the show. It's great to have you here. I'm Dr. Pat. It is a great, great day, all of you out there. I want to just say a couple of things about Lyme. One of the things we've discovered over an 11-year period is that we get to look at the changes in the world, what it, what it really means to step into wellness. What does it really mean to take our health back? Many people talk about healthcare and the healthcare industry and talk about, you know, what's happening in the world of disease, the rising level of autoimmune. Lyme disease in particular now has gotten pretty much the attention of some people. I'm not going to say a lot of people because, you know what, I actually don't believe that. Uh, I believe that we are barely scratching the surface around talking about Lyme disease. Yep, and I'm going to get on a rant here in a minute, but uh, before I do, I want to introduce my my co-host today in the show, someone that I've known for quite some time. And, you know, I want to say this. You know, we get in life, we have this, this, this journey that we take. And many of us think it's all in our physical. It's in our physical body. We get up, we go to work, we do a job, whatever we do. You know, um, I do a radio show, wh- whatever that means. But we forget that there are things that beyond, beyond. We forget that it's not just body, it's not just mind, but it is body, mind, and spirit. And it wasn't until I understood that completely from a holistic point of view, especially through my uh, collaboration with Dr. Nusheen Darvish, that I absolutely not just learned from hearing her talk about it, but learned because of the demonstrations that would show up on my own healing journey. She's a medical director and founder of Holistic Medical Center. This is, uh, for those of us here in the Pacific Northwest, a Washington State Board licensed naturopathic physician and fellowship candidate in anti-aging medicine. Physician, writer, lecturer, educator, and phenomenal, phenomenal doctor. You know, it has been my honor and pleasure, you know, to know her and meet her. I often think about what it was like for her when she was a chief resident, a faculty member of Bastyr University, which, of course, she's a graduate of. What was going through her mind? You know, did she ever think about, wow, I would be stepping out into this world and I would be one of the first doctors, you know, in the state of Washington, probably even beyond that, that was willing to even say the word Lyme, say the word Lyme in a part of the country that has not been able to even say the word Lyme until lately. But I will tell everyone out there, it is through her wisdom, her knowledge, her spiritual approach, her holistic approach that lives are being saved. Today's show is all about you because the greatest, the greatest defense that we have, the greatest defense that it, there is against Lyme disease 
is you. Dr. Darvish, welcome to the show. Dr. Pat, I am just awed at your introduction and very humble. Thank you so much for that loving and kind introduction. You know, well, you mentioned what was going through my mind when I was last year as a resident. Yeah. <laughs> and I was just thinking about that. I had no idea about Lyme. I remember uh, reading a couple of line, lines here and there uh, in the medical books and thinking, oh, this is just so foreign, you know. Nobody's got Lyme disease around here. This belongs to some other planet. You know, and I think doctors still today think the same, especially here in the great Northwest, but all over the country still Lyme disease is uh, ignored. And yet it's probably the greatest epidemic of our um, decade, at least, if, if not the century, really. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you, you know, you and I have taken, uh, we've taken a journey uh, with this in an incredible way. If I were to say uh, controver- you know, controversial, I think this would be an understatement. You know, right now we're living in a time where there are many people writing books, there are many people speaking about, uh, about Lyme disease, there are many people that are at least questioning it. But did you know, Dr. Darvish, and you and I talked about this the other day, even though there's a lot of popularity out there about it, and maybe let's call it medium, medium awareness, it is, it is also illegal in some states. Well, actually, there are, no, there are no rights that patients have in some states in this country to even request a Lyme disease test. Don't you think that is pretty weird? <laughs> well, and you know, worse than that, I think, is that doctors across the country are being persecuted for diagnosing patients and treating patients with chronic Lyme disease. And uh, it's unfortunate because it's these doctors who are truly pioneers and are passionate in uh, creating health for individuals and our society. So I really, um, you know, I really love to see the system transform where we begin to be much more open-minded about Lyme disease and its whole syndrome that it causes. You know, this, this actually brings up an idea or a thought of mine is that Lyme disease is really, I believe, is a misnomer because Lyme is such a multi-system, multi, multiple infection um, disease syndrome that Lyme doesn't qualify. The word Lyme yeah. is not enough to qualify what goes on with an individual who may come down with this, you know, array of symptoms. And this can be, you know, anything from neurological to um, physiological, um, biochemical, cellular, hormonal, spiritual. I mean, it affects people at such, so many different levels and uh, to such a degree that we uh, dismiss it. We absolutely dismiss it. You know, I wanted to say this, though, that uh, do you think that with the focus on on what we're calling Lyme, we're really do you think we're missing a bigger picture? Uh, Let's do you know what I'm trying to say? It's kind of like when we lumped everything into the word inflammation, if I could, because that's really been my journey, this inflammation journey. Right. And then we look out um, uh, at the latest 
uh, media out there, the latest bits of information, Dr. Darvish, and we see, th- we see information saying that we have never been faced with quite the level of autoimmune disease that we have now. It is on the rise. It is predominantly occurring in women, uh, and inflammation is, is behind it. Uh, and, you know, it is, it is kind of like we're entering this world where there's this global thing we're saying, and nobody's really got any answers. Isn't this the real crux of the problem? It, it, it truly is. You know, I was looking at some statistics earlier, and I was looking and on the CDC website and seeing that 64% of the adults, which is people over the age of 18, are obese. Yeah. Now, as soon as I see the word obese, it signals inflammation. You know, people don't become obese without inflammation. All the cellulite, all the toxins, all of the, the junk that our body collects and holds in the fat uh, causes inflammation. I mean, it's really simple, right? And then there was another statistic, and it's so sad. I mean, I laugh at it, but it's so sad. It says 23% of all adults over the age of 18 in the United States consume vegetables and fruits, only 23%, right? So then we look at other statistics, 56% over the age of 18 have heart disease, 35% have arthritis. Well, you look at this whole array of all these um, statistics, Uh and uh, we see that there's one commonality amongst all of them, actually. It's chronic multiple infections and syndrome. You know, you know, we call lines. Right. Right. One of the things I want to do, I want to take a short break, Dr. Darvish. When we come back, I want to really peel the onion back on this if we can. You know, because there are many, many faces, many, many, many faces. But really, this show is really to talk about, you know, what this journey is like. You know, what is it? that Dr. Darvish has discovered, discovered that I've discovered, you know, that reveals that there is more to be revealed and that the greatest, the greatest defense, the greatest defense that you might have against Lyme disease is actually within you. Let's take a short break. When we come back, we'll be talking about that and much more. Stay tuned. We'll be right back with the show. each Wednesday at 1 p.m. Pacific Time, 4 Eastern Time on Transformation Talk Radio to Limelight Radio with Katina Macris. This is an inspirational, cutting-edge radio show educating worldwide listeners on the diversity of Lyme disease-related topics. Each week, Katina will interview some of the world's leaders in health, wellness, spirituality, and human potential. For more information, visit LimeLightRadio.com. Holistic Medical Center is where you find it all. A healthy space with doctors who care, see, and listen to the whole you. Hi, this is Dr. Darvish. If you have not found an answer to your chronic symptoms, you will find answers here at Holistic Medical Center. Our doctors find the root cause of your symptoms and guide your body towards healing naturally. We transform lives from within. Visit drdarvish.com or call 425-451-0404. Said she's singing. Oh, love, don't don't love. when my love. 
Hey, everybody, welcome back. I want to welcome you back to the show. I'm Dr. Patton. Great to uh, have you all join me here. Dr. Nusheen Darvish is joining us. And I wanted to say it, everybody, if you want to find out more about uh, the amazing, amazing opportunity to experience healing with Dr. Darvish, go to drdarvish, D-A-R-V-I-S-H dot com. Today's show is, is, is really quite simple when you think about it. You know, as we put the title together, even though there's some simplicity in this, it is very multifaceted and multi-layered. And that is the greatest defense against Lyme disease is you. And we're going to, you know, explore what that actually means. Dr. Darvish, thank you for joining us here today. I want to just share something kind of interesting, and then I'd like you to jump into it. Um, You know, as I was walking around the Internet, let's say, and I was looking at sort of the state of affairs, one of the things I came across was, especially in the Pacific Northwest and Washington State, is this idea that uh, while there are 300,000 cases, which is actually quite low, of reported Lyme in the country a year, uh, there are only 7 to 23 cases in Washington State. And the reason that I'm bringing this up is because we have an old paradigm in play about what Lyme disease is, how do you get it, as if, Dr. Darvish, as if these tick-borne uh, diseases just stay on one kind of deer in the Northeast. Do you see what I'm saying? <laughs> I completely agree with you, Dr. Pat, you know. <laughs> Uh, it is, you know, this, this Lyme disease, first of all, the doctors are not knowledgeable about it, especially yeah. here in the West Coast. So people come in with fibromyalgia-type symptoms, chronic fatigue symptoms, all sorts of neuropathies, tinglings, you know, all sorts of funny uh, shooting pains, electrical pains, headaches, uh, chronic sinus problems, all sorts of pains and aches and unusual rashes and brain fog, memory issues, and doctors just say it's all in your head. Here, take some antidepressants or take here some pain medication or we're going to, you know, give you uh, some um, narcotics or whatever it is to deal with your pain and just go home. And it's completely missed. The diagnosis is completely missed. And even though this is, this is kind of an interesting and funny story, is that patients like this come to me and they've been to 20, 30, 40, 50 doctors across the country and they haven't been diagnosed. They're still feeling sick and not only sick, but sicker. And um, they've got a multitude of symptoms that are getting more severe and they can't work anymore. Um, they can't function in their lives. They're losing their marriages, their families, uh, and it's very, very sad. And then I look at them and I uh, run some tests and I diagnose them with uh, Lyme disease, but really it is a multiple system chronic infection syndrome, which yeah. means that the hormones are involved, the neurological symptom system is involved, um, the immune system is depleted, the digestive system is you know, out of sorts, all sorts of these um, symptoms are playing a big game in the body at many, many different levels. 
And so then they say, okay, well, I'm going to go to the infectious disease doctor. They go to one of the best infectious disease doctors in the state, if not in the country, and the infectious disease doctor says, no, there's no Lyme disease in this part of the country. This is a misdiagnosis. Go home. And yet they say, well, if it's a misdiagnosis, I'm going to still give it a try. So they start getting treated through whatever I've prescribed, and they start feeling better. Their symptoms start going away. They get their function back. They get their life back. They get their relationships back. They're able to um, be a part of the society again. And um, yet, if they had listened to the infectious disease specialist who had, you know, spent decades seeing patients like this and ignored it, basically, if they had listened to that doctor, they would still be sick, if not sicker. So it's a really sad story, especially here in, in the West Coast. Mm-hmm. East Coast, most doctors are becoming more and more aware because it is such an epidemic. Right. So the doctors right. on the East Coast are aware of uh, the presentations of these diseases, but the treatment is still um, not progressive enough. Right. You know, the treatment is still antibiotics and sometimes years of antibiotics, which is something that I completely uh, disagree with because I see that patients who have had multiple years of antibiotics are actually getting sicker and sicker right. because of all the, co- you know, the negative uh, causes of antibiotics and because these infections are becoming more and more resistant to the antibiotics, which means that it's causing more of a virulent disease in patients. Right. And Let's so talk about that I, for a minute, if we could. Let's talk about that, because one of the things, it, because here we go. Boy, now you got me fired up. Um, if, I knew if, I could. If we take the topic, Dr. Darvish, that the greatest, the greatest defense against Lyme disease is you, and yet we treat it with antibiotics. I'm not saying I'm pro or con, but I have just observed like you. I have observed, right? We're, in, we're observing what's happening, the people that are healing. So, for example, Katina, you know, I, uh, her book, her journey, uh, she did this very holistically by peeling the layers back, you see. And so someone said to me that, you know, her experience with antibiotics was that the antibiotics seemed to work for a little bit. However, and this is what I'd like you to comment on. However, they masked the underlying other layers of wellness that had to be addressed. Meaning what I'm trying to say is that the immune system and and the building blocks of the immune system did not necessarily get addressed. Now, I'm not a doctor like you are, but I'd love for you to comment on that. And maybe you can clarify that. I think it's even bigger than that. The Uh antibiotics, first of all, what they do is um, they cause a, a resistance to the infection. So they, what they do is they quieten, they suppress the infection, but they actually don't kill the infection. Contrary to the name antibiotic, which is anti, you know, biological cells, um, it doesn't really kill the, the bugs. It suppresses them. And so they go deep into their little cave, you could call it, um, and they they start multiplying. It's like, okay, we're going to hypernate and just do what we do best, which is multiply 
and train our army uh, to come out when it, it has a chance to fight even a bigger war in the body. And so for the time that it is quiet, the body is not creating symptoms, these bugs are um, getting stronger and stronger mm-hmm. in a sense. They also create what's called a biofilm. A biofilm is like a, I call it a cocoon, a jello, um, but basically it is the home of these bugs. And in this home, they have their food, they have their toxins, they have their metals, they have all sorts of things in this little house of theirs, and it protects them. It's almost like iron walls around them that they have put up, shields around them that protects them against the immune system, against any kind of an antimicrobial therapy, whether it is herbal or natural uh, or uh, prescription. It just pushes these guys, these bugs, to create stronger homes. And so the immune system cannot detect these guys. Yeah. And, yeah. and so the body becomes weaker and weaker. So that's one aspect of the antibiotic. But then, you know, we get into this mental block that, okay, I've treated my disease. It's all about the brain, by the way. You know, it's all about our minds and our spirit, this whole disease process. So we think, okay, I've treated my disease with antibiotics, and so I don't have any more symptoms. I'm good. Well, a few years go down, you know, down the line. Suddenly, you're getting debilitating, shooting pains and numbness and tingling. You can't even get out of bed because your body feels numb, and or you're in such excruciating pain that. You can't even move a joint, and no pain medication is getting to it. Well, you know, that is when these bugs have gone deep enough to attack the nervous system. Right. So Uh, it's it's an extremely multi-layer issue. And then then on top of that, you know, the reason we have symptoms for some of these infections, the reason you get flu-like symptoms, you get a fever, you get pains, you get uh, chills, you get sore throat, you get rashes, is because the immune system is fighting. Yeah. Okay? But as time goes by, as these infections become deeply seated, the immune system gets weaker and weaker, there's no more war. And so the, the bugs are growing and doing what they will do best, but you don't have much of a symptom except one that is just exhaustion and paralysis and just pain because there's no more war. There's no more fever going on. There's no more chills going on. There's no more activation of the immune system going on. The immune system is quietened down. Now, the immune system is, like you were saying, is not really addressed from a, whole, uh, from a Western conventional medical system. Right. Because in the Western medical system, it's all about kill. Let's kill and let's kill. Kill, kill, kill. And... From a holistic perspective, what I always say is let's build you up because, you know, one thing that we're forgetting is that these infections have cohabited the human species for centuries. And so if they can cohabit in the same being and we can still survive, what that means is that we have the ability to become powerful enough to keep these bugs quiet without any problems, without any war. Keep peace, basically. Let's keep peace in the, in the body, right? Yeah. And so yeah. 
so here, you know, so then we've got um, to really work at strengthening the immune system, balancing the hormonal system, addressing nutrition, which is really food for all sorts of um, systems in our body, and above all, getting to the spiritual portion of our being, really accessing our spirit. You know, there was a quote I just came across this morning. I get these Baha'i quotes that come to me on email, and um, this was a very... um, yeah, I thought it was a very good quote here. It's, it says, Oh God, we compensate those who endure patiently in thy days and strengthen their hearts to walk undeviantly in the path of truth. Grant then, O oh Lord, such goodly gifts as would enable them to gain admittance into thy blissful paradise. So, you know, if we can just walk undeviantly in the path of truth, and not be, um, you know, swayed by our minds and our prejudices, our belief systems, and really be open from a mental, physical, emotional, and spiritual perspective to the truth out there, then we can overcome anything mm-hmm. at any level, physically, spiritually, you know, in, in our society, in our families. But we have to be completely undeviated from the truth. Right. Oh, I love this. You know, Dr. Darvish, we're going to take a short break. When we come back, I want to continue this conversation. But I think it's also important to kind of, you know, just point a few things out. You know, for those of you out there that are thinking antibiotics, not no antibiotics, there's a lot of information coming out. As a matter of fact, Dr. Darvish, I was just reading, uh, finally, we're starting to get information that's hitting our pop culture. You know, you don't have to go to a Lyme disease conference now to get some information because people are speaking out. And one of the things that I read this morning, you know, in, in getting ready for this was some of the information that's coming out that's exactly like you said. You know, people, you know, are getting the Lyme test and maybe let's just say the, the Borrelia uh, is not showing up. My Italian, you know, I would say that in a very Italian way, but it doesn't show up in the initial test. So people say, oh, she doesn't have it, but they don't know about the hiding factor. And so one of the things I read this morning now that is being shown through research is, especially around antibiotics, and this is really, you know, for those of you that are, that are asking are going to wonder where this is coming from, you know, this is coming from uh, uh, when Lyme disease lasts and lasts article, and it talks about a 30-year-old woman who had the antibiotic through a catheter, uh, and uh, what happens with that is there are risks that develop, and what they're calling it is antibiotic resistance infection, I- intractable, you know, diarrhea, kidney, liver damage. And it says it happened to a 30-year-old woman treated with antibiotic through a catheter, death from systemic infection called sepsis. Now, I'm not a doctor. If you want to find out more about this, you know, please go ahead. But Dr. Darvish and I are going to come back with giving you some tools and some questions that you should uh, be able to ask. Unlike the, the, the traditional thing that's out there, people with Lyme disease, uh, and I have to tell you, we know a few of them, they don't show the signs. They're high-functioning people. They're not couch potatoes. But all of a sudden, their lives change. When we come back, we're going to talk about how you can take center stage to heal your body. 
Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back to the show. I'm Dr. Pat. I'm joined here by Dr. Nusheen Darvish. And again, if you want to find out more about her, go to drdarvish.com. You're going to find out uh, the many, many ways she has helped people not just save their lives, but live a vitalistic life. And I love Dr. Darvish. We're talking about a holistic approach here, you know, a body, mind, spirit approach here. Um, And, you know, while Lyme disease might be the topic for today, I think this actually does go deeper. Um, It is, though, our job to produce information and, and to say, look, you know, this is what's happening here. Please ask your doctor if you're going to a doctor for treatment and they are asking you to take antibiotics, please show them the article. You know, look at some of the research Dr. Alcott has done. Listen to the show. Listen to what Dr. Darvish has discovered and ask the questions. Ultimately, Dr. Darvish, the choice is going to be up to the individual, isn't it? It definitely is. I mean, at the end of the day, it is the journey that each one of us is going through. Mm. And so if we have, if we are suffering with some kind of a physical, mental, emotional illness or a combination of, it is, it is a, it's a journey and we're ultimately very capable of overcoming this journey to acquire the virtuosis tools that we need in order to advance at a spiritual level uh, eternally. And so I believe that this Lyme disease epidemic that's going on um, is really part of this growth process that we are going through as individuals and as a society. It's a wake-up call in yeah. many, many different ways. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, and you t- you're talking about antibiotics and asking the doctors, uh, you know, questioning your doctors about antibiotics and the effects of them and the efficacy of them and the results and so forth. And, um you know, most of the doctors and most of the society really is um, in a fear mode. I mean, I think this is one of the greatest weaknesses of our society, especially in North America, is the fear that we have instilled within ourselves, within our children, and within each other, right. and within the society. And so when there is that fear, and uh, we have been brainwashed, really, to think that killing infections with antibiotics is the way to go, well, that's the first place we're going to jump. And unfortunately, it's not the answer. You know, I, I tell a lot of my new patients come to me, and, and the first thing I say to them is that I look at you from a multi-medical system basis because Western medicine doesn't have all the answers. Eastern medicine doesn't have all the answers. Natural medicine doesn't have all the answers. And bioenergetic medicine doesn't have all the answers. And so if we can look at you from different aspects, from using different medical systems simultaneously to see what are the things that are out of balance within your body and rebalance those imbalances, the body kicks in, the being kicks in and starts healing. It's this, this, being of ours is very wise. You know, the body's very wise. God didn't create us just to be. 
you know, we and to make us sick, right? We have the ability, the capacity to access what we need in order to heal. And oftentimes, it's not just the physical healing that needs to take place, and it's not just an energetic healing, and it's not just a spiritual healing. It's a really a combination of all of these types of healings that need to happen in order for this multi-system entity called the human being to heal. And especially when we're dealing with Lyme, um, it is a multi-system disease, and it's extremely complex. And, it, uh, you know, it's so different for everyone. Everyone experiences it in their own unique way, depending on their toxic load, depending yep. on their genetics, depending on their emotional um, capacity and their spiritual capacity. So we experience these things very individually. And a treatment cannot be one thing that will address it all. An antibiotic doesn't address the emotional drama that may no. be going on with suffering through this disease. No, it doesn't. Right? It actually doesn't even... Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't even an scratch the surface. Yeah. No. And an antidepressant doesn't uh, affect the hormonal imbalance that may be caused by this disease. And so it, it really takes a multi-medical system to look at this disease process and ease it, right? To ease it up, to heal it, to help the body heal. Well, you know, what's interesting. You you said something to me a a number of years ago, and I remember when you said it. (laughs) And I, 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 you know, I apologize in advance if I misquote you, but I'll tell you what I heard. You, You know, it was basically when I first came to see you, it was kind of, this is what my takeaway was. You know, I thought I had, uh, what do you call it? Uh, I thought I had a um, uh, thyroid thing. And, you know, after my first visit, you know, I think you kindly said something like, you know, you didn't, you didn't get this way overnight. <laughs> and we That's have right. to peel back the layers. Now, I have to tell you, I can look back and I'm completely gr- grateful for you being able to explain this to me because in the process I had no idea that what I was dealing with was decades uh decades of mistreating my body or doing things that I wasn't aware of I was one of those cases Dr. Darvish I had chronic sinus infections or at least thought I had chronic sinus infections and had taken antibiotics all my life I mean that's shocking isn't it (laughs) (laughs) revolutionary (laughs) but this is really what you're talking about you know we have to begin somewhere so there is a process you know which you actually work with people on to take one thing at a time and you know could you talk a little bit about why that approach is the approach that will that will give people lasting lasting experience of wellness you know, our body, our being is, <laughs> I explain this uh, to patients, like we're big garbage cans, <laughs> right? Yeah. Not to disrespect ourselves, but we are. We take on a lot of stuff from others, from our environment, from our food, and we just shove it into this can. Just keep on shoving it. And we don't even realize we're doing this. And it starts... 
not even at birth. It starts way back at conception and beyond, before that. And so we are shoving stuff into this garbage can, and it gets to a point where finally the can is full and it starts overflowing, and that's when we recognize these symptoms. It's taken a long time to get to that point. And so um, the process, if I went in and just treated the surface and not addressed the bottom layers of the can, you would get, this can will fill up again and you'll get sick again. And vice versa, if I just went in and treated the bottom of the can and not the top, you would still feel sick and not feel any better. So everyone's got a different layer or multiple layers that we need to go through at its own time, at its own place, with its own um, kind of a combination of therapies. I, I always say that, you know, each one of us has a combination. I mean, you may come in with a chronic sinus infection, and the next person to see me is, is coming in with exactly the same symptoms, and yet the two different treatments that I dispense. You may get just get a you know some herbs for your immune system. The other one is actually forget the herbs for the immune system, forget any vitamins. I'm doing emotional counseling on this person, and suddenly the uh, sinus infection or congestion clears up. So and it's so individualized for each one of us. It's it actually um, throws me into an awe every time I work with a patient. A few days ago, I had a new patient come into my office, and she's been um, dealing with chronic debilitating symptoms for decades, and she was completely sensitive to chemicals. She walks into my office, and she says, I am so chemically sensitive, I, I, I have to open the door. Have you open the door? So I opened the door to, to the yard in the back to get some fresh air in, and and then we start talking, and then I say, you know, I think you've got this Lyme disease with the multiple mm. infectious syndrome going on, and um, but my treatment for you is to give you some oxygen water and yeah. give you homeopathic to address the emotion. Mm-hmm. So I gave her homeopathic, and then I put a bottle of this oxygen water next to her. And she said, oh, my gosh, I feel so much better, mm. so, so much better. And then, as she's walking out the door, I say, well, there's going to be, you know, a package of water, um, this oxygen water at the front for you. This is for the office here. And she says, well, can I carry it all the way to the front desk? Because it makes me feel so good just holding on to it. Wow. You know, it was so powerful. And the next day, I get a note from her. She said that I was so over, um, just shocked and just awed at, the transformation that happened to me just laying on that table holding those two things and yeah. being in that, um, you know, in, in uh, your area. And so, you know, whereas somebody else, I might have just given them a completely different treatment. I might have given them IV therapies or biofeedback therapies or right. what have you in order to address what was going on. So we are such individuals, um, dealing with such individualized disease that one system medicine does right. not work. Right. To get to the bottom of the healing process. 
You know what I love about this? Because this is a perfect example. And this is an example of what I've experienced, what Katina has experienced is that, you know, it's really funny. I'm so glad you brought this up because we'll talk about this when we come back. But here's what I love about this. We know, we do know, we do know what feels good to us. We really do. I mean, that was a beautiful example. I'm one of these people that I come to. I come to you and there are one or two things that I will consistently say that feels good to me. One is, uh, I'm not probably not going to get this right. One is Argentin, right? I am like the, I'm like the queen of that. I'm like Argentin. The other one is um, a homeopathic. I think you gave me for juniper, right? Uh, for, mm-hmm. for juniper. So I, I'm like a broken record. I'm like, okay, you know, can I have some more of that? Or can I have some more of that? Now, I don't know if that's right for me at the time. I really don't know. And sometimes it is and sometimes it isn't. But what I love is how my body and my essence has adjusted to be able to tap in where I'm not the doctor. I don't know if it's a li- my liver is off or I don't know if it's my hormones. But, you know, after this much time of working with this process, there is this sense that, that you know, we know what is going to be good for us. And that's what I think today's show is about. You know, we have to be able to step back and say to our doctors, as, and you've been so patient with me, you know, you've actually been the patient. Um, you've been so patient with me because there'll be times that I'll say, you know what, I'm just feeling this thing right here. I'm feeling a HCG cleanse. I'm feeling this and I might be feeling it, but the time is not right. We have gotten so silent, Dr. Darvish. We've gotten so silent as patients, not just patients in the conventional sense, you know, of conventional medicine, but even in, in terms of our path to holistic wellness, And when we come back, I would love for you to share what everyone can do so that they can tap into their own innate wisdom. Not that I'm always right when I come in and say, I'm feeling this, I'm feeling that. But so that we at least have the strength to ask questions. Let's take a break. We'll be right back with my very special co-host today. Guess what? The best defense against Lyme disease, well, actually probably against any disease, is you. We'll be right back with Dr. Darvish. In the dark, in the pale moonlight Throw my hair up real big on the cutting edge of the new mainstream, Christine Upchurch is passionate about bringing together science, psychology, and spirituality in a way that can be applied to our everyday lives for true transformation. The Christine Upchurch Show, stellar conversations to illuminate your journey, engages some of the most outstanding visionaries on the planet in lively dialogue to inspire you to become that bright light you're meant to be. Join Christine every Friday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time on KKNW, AM 1150, and Transformation Time. Cancer is complex. Chemotherapy is no longer just enough. You need doctors with an integrative, holistic approach supporting you. Your immune system, emotions, and healthy cells need all the help they can get through nutrition, immunotherapy, IV vitamin C, and more. At Holistique Medical Center, you find it all. Dr. Darvish, the medical director, is the only doctor in Washington formally trained in integrative cancer therapies. Visit Dr. Darvish at drdarvish.com. That's Dr. Darvish. 
Welcome back, everyone. Wow. You know, Dr. Darvish and I, we're going to do our best to kind of finish the the show and wrap it up. But if we don't get everything in, we'll probably record a separate segment to finish up and we'll let you all know how you can get a copy of it. Uh, DrDarvish.com is how you can find out more about her. Um, Dr. Darvish, I have thanked you more times than I even know how for, first of all, for meeting you, your generosity you know, your humility, your spirituality, and certainly your gift as a physician. Um, I have gotten to learn so much about myself along the way that uh, it's really hard to describe, you know, the value of that. Um, It clearly is something that has transformed my life, not to mention that you have helped me save my life and live a life that is so rich and rewarding. And uh, I I just want to let everyone know how grateful I am. Uh, I really didn't think I had much of a future. I was 100 pounds heavier. I believe you had indicated my cells had stopped working. Whatever that was, I didn't think there was any way out. And you really put the light in the tunnel so that I could walk through it. So thank you so much. Dr. Pat, thank you for all that you have given me. And, you know, really, it's, I, I had this conversation with a patient yesterday as well. It's not really me doing the work. It's me, it's me being a hollow reed and letting the healing process go through me to you. And so, you know, it benefits you, it benefits me, and it benefits the society around us. And it's what you're feeling, the spirituality, the love, and the healing that happens, it's because it resonates. You know, when, when I come into your vicinity, there's something between you and I that resonates. Yeah. And so it empowers you to get strength from that positive resonance and heal. And, if, you know, and so I tell my patients, I say, you know, I try to take care of myself, eat well, exercise, do all the right things as much as I can, meditate, pray, physically, mentally, spiritually. I always have to be one step ahead of the patients because if I'm down on the ground sick, you know, if, I, if I'm not feeling good, how is it that I'm going to pull you up to a higher level? I have to stay. I have to be a little bit higher in every level in order to be able to pull you up. So, so that's what you're feeling is is this resonance, and that resonance only comes about because you're recognizing it within your system, within mm. yourself. And so mm. you were talking about before the break how yeah. how the tools that we can use in order to help ourselves. Mm-hmm. And um, and one of the greatest tools, I think, is just being and recognizing the spiritual entity within ourselves. Now, you know, we talk, you know, you go to various shows or listen to various shows and go to, you know, so on, you know, different places and you come across these people who are very spiritual. We call them spiritual. But, you know... Like I was saying earlier, it's not just about being at a spiritual level. It's bringing it down back to earth, into our being. So it's this this dance that happens between the spiritual um, being of ourselves and the physical being that, that goes back and forth. It's a dance. It's a beautiful dance. And if we can tap into that spirituality and bring it into within ourselves and recognize that it is there and... Um, and you know, and I do, and I do that personally through prayers and and through reading uh, quotes um, that are from uh, various um, writings. These 
these quotes and these prayers and a lot of meditation, really just being with and not being afraid of being, that really helps us tap into the mysteries of the world, the mysteries mm-hmm. of healing, and, and tapping into the strength that it is there universally, because the, the strength and the power and the healing is there at such great levels that we are, um, we, we don't even know. Right. You know, right. We, we are numb to it. It's like the baby being in the womb does not have any idea of the world that is outside of the womb. Right. I have no idea, mm. but it exists, right? Mm-hmm. right? And, and that baby taps into this being, into this world out here through being more aware of the sounds and the reactions of the mother and all the things that are going on in the womb, the signals through the amniotic fluid, the waves that happen through the frequencies of the sounds. Be paying attention to that at various levels, the baby knows what's out here. And so once the baby is out here, he automatically recognizes the mother and the father and the sister and the brother, right? Because he's been using senses that right. are beyond the senses that were, uh, that, you know, that were just contained into that womb. So we have senses that are beyond what is valid in, in the physical world. I mean, we, we can't see it. We can't touch it. We can't feel it necessarily, but these senses exist. This is like the sense of imagination and comprehension and the sense of uh, just being able to meditate and tap into the, the world beyond us or around us. So I think that's, that's a really uh, powerful uh, tool that takes practice. You know, it's like spiritual exercise, right? Right. <laughs> I mean, we, right. we spend a lot of time doing physical exercise, strengthening our muscles and body, but we forget to do spiritual practicing. And when we do some spiritual practicing on a daily basis, right. over time, we gain insight that we may not have had even two days before. Yeah. And it's because we're able to tap into levels that, um, that have always existed, we were just unaware of. You know, and what we, I love and about... that. Yeah. Yes. What I love about what you're talking about is something that I've had to discover along the way and you have helped me with. You know, it's something that I remember you and I talking about when we talk about emotional clearing. You know, there are some things in life that we realize, and I don't know about you, but there are many things in my life that I realize I absolutely have no control over. And I've learned how to turn them over to the God of my understanding. You know, I recently had something similar where I said, you know, God, you know, I, I need to be able to turn this over to you. You know, this person's life is not my life. I release this person in love. I mean, isn't this what we're talking about? Don't we need to clear our energy with things we absolutely cannot change? And I don't know how to do it except through, you know, through my spiritual practice. Exactly. And, you know, these things become veils. The, the veils that block us from accessing these beautiful um, energies and, and healing um, that's out there. When we are, you know, when we are veiled by our fears or when we are veiled by the comment that so-and-so made to us that got us upset yeah. or when we are veiled by, you know, um, thinking that, oh, my gosh, this perfume is really bothering me. When we're stuck in our own ways, we don't 
it becomes a veil and we don't get a chance to step beyond and really access the healing powers of of God or universe or whatever you want to call it. It mm-hmm. really doesn't matter. There is there is a power out there that created us and there's a power out there. The same power can heal us. But the, there needs to, again, be a balance. It cannot be all about, you know, meditating and being in the spiritual realm without addressing the right. physical. It's such right. a dance again. It right? is. One of the quotes. Is. Now, I want to share this quote with you. Yes, please. As and thank was, you. Um, yeah, I, I, this is this is really, really a powerful quote to me uh, that came to me today, too. It says, Verily, the most necessary thing is contentment under all circumstances. By this one is by this one is preserved from morbid conditions and from lassitude. Verily, the most necessary thing is contentment under all circumstances. By this one is preserved from morbid conditions and from lassitude. So you know that just tells me that you know the spiritual virtue of contentment really goes far. Yeah. You know, imagine if you're just content under all conditions, you become detached from it. If you're sick with pain and you're content and you say, you know, I'm going to be okay, and I and and really go deeper than just what the pain is teaching right. you. Go go further and further, and it takes time. It takes energy. It takes patience. It takes and it takes sometimes a third party to help pull you yeah. into that direction. Because we yeah. all have blind spots. Oh, no you know, kidding. We all get stuck in our own ways. And so we need a third party. I go, you know, I talk to patients like I talk to you. It triggers, oh, yes, this is where I've got to go. Or I I have a session of Family Constellation with Nancy, who is uh, one of our really great nurses at the office, and pulls me into that, oh, yes, this is a new space that I need to delve into to, to get further healing. So there's so much out there, but there needs to be a very systematic way of addressing it in order to address um, the, the healing process within each one of us. Oh, thank you. Dr. Darvish, everyone, I love this. Uh, Dr. Darvish, thank you so much for today. And that is so perfect way to bring this conversation to a close because it really is this place where each of us has a part to play. You know, we are in collaboration, not just with our doctors, but with our higher power. And miracles do happen. And I want to thank all of you for tuning in, turning on. As a matter of fact, this show in itself is a miracle. And I want to thank you, Dr. Darvish, for a phenomenal conversation. Thank you, Dr. Pat. All right, everyone. Amazing. We're going to do a little uh, kind of, you know, the after show. So uh, we'll tell you all about that. Thanks for tuning in. 